Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome to the Lazy Geeks Network. start this shit yeah being it's one o'clock maybe we should <laughs> that's 12 for me so i don't care oh my god wait a minute my dick is ready for you to start. <laughs> <laughs> it's so ready he instantly got hard when you said that it's prepared. <laughs> a perfect way to start the christmas episode <laughs> go on. Yeah, have this candy cane, motherfucker. Season's greetings. <laughs> the end is curved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Wife takes it. <laughs> and they love it. <laughs> uh, welcome, everybody, to the Lazy Geeks podcast. I am Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. And welcome to the Christmas edition of the show. Uh, yeah, we've, we've, we've had some time. There's been there's been quite a bit of time since our last show. Uh, a lot of different stuff going on. Uh, after the after our last episode, which was the Black Friday one that we did, uh, we took the weekend off uh, for Thanksgiving, and then Adam got sick, and then I went out of town, and just and then I started a new job, and just. <laughs> shit got out of control <laughs> let's put it that way yeah basically every weekend there was something going on yeah like i was sick i was sick to the point that i wasn't at my computer at all like that kind of sick where you get dizzy when you look at the computer screen and then i sounded like glass. And, and, and if you're at the computer and you're not even enjoying porn then there's no need no, to be there there's no reason to be even, there. yeah i didn't have the strength to watch porn that's, yeah i was just that, like, and that's 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 saying something yeah because, you know, Adam always has the strength for porn. <laughs> I find the strength <laughs> in my inner self. When he gets up in the morning, by the power of Grayskull. <laughs> uh, this last week, um, I went out of town. I, uh, Adam and I were talking uh, like two weeks ago about, you know, when to when we're going to do the show again. And I said, well, I can't do it next week because I'm going to be out of town. So it's a Santa Barbara. Went to Santa Barbara, came back. 
fucking throat just started acting up and i'm like oh are you kidding me i do not want to cancel this episode <laughs> it's like for i actually sounded like a prepubescent teen for a couple of days this week but this today is the first day that my voice comes back so in advance i apologize if you hear some you know uh severe coughing going on apology not accepted yeah i wasn't talking to you bitch <laughs> <laughs> so uh so yeah so we're back with the christmas episode and next monday we'll drop our our year in review the struggle the struggle though <laughs> uh but uh a lot of shit's happened since we haven't been on so uh it's like how was 2014 a lot of crying yeah <laughs> A lot of fetal position sleeping. Uh, did, did you see all of that Jim Jeffries Netflix stand-up? I've watched, I've watched a bit of it. I watched the Christianity one. I watched the gun control one. Those are the two that I watched. Because he's talking about – there's this part where he's like – he goes um, about people. There was a thing where he's talking about uh, uh, a woman crying. And he's like, I don't that, – that doesn't affect me. I've had women crying before, you know, girls in bed with me that are crying. And to <laughs> me, that's just white noise. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can still sleep because it's just white yeah. noise to me. He's he's one of my new favorite comedians. The dude I, is too funny. I was listening to that yesterday. I was like, oh my god, men men are never excited about Valentine's Day. You never hear a man go, ooh, it's Valentine's Day. <laughs> you know, if you ever um, if you ever want to, if you guys ever want to check him out, he's he's dope because he's one of those comedians, and and we're starting to lose this kind of comedy. Yeah, where. He's hilarious, but he's making a really good fucking point. Oh yeah, you know, like the gun control one had me had me in stitches, dude. Oh yeah, and it was all it was exactly the way I feel about gun control. Yeah, so it was it and, was great, and just his whole bit in regards to equal wages. When he's like, "I joke, and I don't mean a lot of the jokes I say, except for this, I st- <laughs> I I firmly agree with this position." What did he say on, on women gun- uh, with gun control? He was um. Well, he oh no, no no continue. I thought you were oh, done. My bad. Oh no, where he's where he's just saying you know, women men make thirty percent more than women, and they should. They have more expenses. To, they have to buy dinners. They have to buy drinks. <laughs> it's like yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. Oh no, and you need a comedian that doesn't give a fuck. Like a lot of these older comedians I've noticed have toned it down. Dude. Oh, yeah. They don't, you know. Um, no, the gun control one. He said. Uh, he said everybody comes up with really great ex- excuses um, for why they need guns. He says one of the most common ones, I need it for protection. I need to protect my family. And he goes, he goes, yeah, that's why they call them assault rifles, right? Because <laughs> they're for protection. Or he's like, oh, I'm a responsible gun owner. I keep it in the safe. Then you're not having it for protection. <laughs> yeah, I like when, when the point really gets driven and he starts yelling. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And like, where he's like, going, okay, you wait there, you little fuck. And he goes, <laughs> goes up to the safe and starts. You, can't, you got the wrong house, didn't you? <laughs> and his, his Australian accent makes it extra funny because I don't know why. It just it's does. Just, oh, I know. Anytime Australian or British, it always just makes it quite a bit more funny. When he broke it down by percentages, and then there's the 10% of you that are seething. <laughs> <laughs> I like where he's like, there's the, there's the 10% of you that are looking up at the fixtures. How'd they get that up there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but uh, some of the stuff that – and that's – by the way, that's an, a Netflix exclusive. So if you have Netflix streaming, check him out. Jim Jeffries, he's, he's – it was fucking hilarious. Saw the whole special – I saw 
the first half of it when I told you about it, and then last night I was with. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't watch the whole special. I just watched some of the clips because I was. I was out. I was out. I was watching it on on the phone. <laughs> nice. Um, and uh, I actually told uh, my girlfriend about it. I told Heather about it, and she was like, "Oh, well, let's let's check it out." And she was like, "Oh, he's funny." Like she <laughs> she was cracking up with his shit, even with the women bashing that he did on there. But he does this whole bit about anal sex, and. It's just fucking hilarious. You have to really watch it. Well, the, fu- the, the funny thing about me watching it on the phone, I was watching the gun control one. And I was half asleep because I had only slept like an hour. I was studying for finals and, and all that jazz. And I was at the doctor's a- appointment for my son. And, <laughs> and I I see your, your message and I'm like, what's he fucking talking about? I, I look on YouTube and I start watching it. I'm laughing all that. <laughs> And then I look up and I realize I don't have headphones on. <laughs> All these parents are looking at me like I'm the fucking devil. Like, thank God I wasn't listening to the Christianity one. But um, <laughs> I'm like, I turned it off and I put it in my pocket and I go, I just want to apologize <laughs> for not realizing what I was doing. So. Oh, are you still using the iPhone? Um, eh. <laughs> I was on my wife's phone. I haven't got my phone yet, but the um, I was on the wife's phone. I don't. I, I've come to the realization that I'm never gonna get an iPhone, <laughs> and it's not. Yes, the size of the because it's a five C, so the size oh, of it's yeah. bothering me. But it's not that. It's I just don't like the the fucking OS. Maybe I'm just so used to other other ways. But one one having one button bugs the shit out of me. Right. Because there's always times. Where you want to do something, but you can't. You have to go all the way out, and then go. it's just annoying to me. Yeah. Like, it when it only has one button, it's completely dependent on how they design the app. So a lot of the Apple apps are fine because they'll have a little thing on there that's like back or whatever. Right, right. But like the third party apps, they don't always have that. Yeah. So you get too far in the app, and you're like, I just want to go back one page, but I have to restart the whole fucking application. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's always yeah, I know. That's that's one thing, but it's just like, oh, having to and figure just out. just little things like I don't like everything. I don't I like in Android and in in Windows Phone that they have a, a separate place for all your apps, such so as all on the fucking front page. Mm. I just think it's sloppy. It 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 feels to me it's it's an old school way of doing it when it's already been improved and Apple's like, "Nah, fuck you. We're not doing that." And they <laughs> they don't they don't do that because they don't put a fucking um a file explorer or anything in there. So there's, it's not designed to do that because yeah. it ruins the fucking customer experience. Yeah. But, or, uh, well, you can group them together, you know, by games and yeah. entertainment. And I will say, I will say this. It's a solid operating system. It works. It, it's rarely froze up on, it has a few times, little hiccups and stuff, but that nothing, nothing out of the ordinary. So for anyone who enjoys it, it's perfect choice. Have an iPhone, you got no nothing to worry about, but I, it's just not for me. Yeah. So, well, I'm look. I'm pro- I'm gonna. I'm looking into getting the, the six, not the six plus, the six, <laughs> because I don't need a phablet. Uh, but um, that's another thing too. I want a big phone. Yeah. Well, you have those gorilla hands anyway. Yeah. <laughs> gorilla hands and old man eyes. So, <laughs> fuck uh, both ways. Yeah. 
Uh, well, I need those big hands for when I'm uh, holding my dick when I'm taking a leak. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I need to use two hands still. <laughs> Jesus. <sighs> anyway, the struggle. The struggle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where are uh, we even at what are we talking about <laughs> I have no idea nothing so, we're talking about is on this list yeah. uh, another thing that came out the Star Wars trailer mm. um, now a lot of people went online and started bitching about some stuff but to me it was a perfect trailer it was a perfect teaser trailer I thought it. I, I thought. I don't know what people were bitching about. Oh, people are bitching about the fact that it was like, you know, they showed just the new cast. They didn't show any of the old one. You know, uh, the 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 three bladed lightsaber. You and, know why? You know why they they didn't show the old cast? Because you already know they're going to be in it. Exactly. And, and to me, it was just like I looked at it and I go, no, I thought that was perfect because it's all it's a new story. You're seeing new stuff on familiar surroundings the new stormtroopers look fucking sick yeah they do look dope and and then you're seeing the x-wing fighters skimming along the ocean surface i was like oh and then when it just kicked on into the 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 star wars theme you just see the millennium falcon shoot up and going against those sea of tie fighters i mean it's a it's a teaser trailer it's just supposed to hype you up it's not supposed to have any substance exactly it's a year away we got plenty of time to see the rest of the movie before the movie comes out. That's probably all they have filmed of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there were uh, a few complaints about the, the dude being black or something. And I, I didn't care so much that I didn't read further. Yeah. Like, I was like, why is – what? <laughs> like, like, did they forget Lando was black? Lando's a straight pimp too. Yeah. And it's just like I, – I was like, I don't, I don't care. You know, and then the, I just I still can't believe on just how much people are complaining about that, the three bladed lightsaber. Yeah, I thought it was a little silly looking. I mean, I'll admit I was like, wouldn't you cut your? And then you think, well, according to lore, I mean they are force tuned and all that bullshit. So I mean, if they didn't cut themselves with a single blade one, they're not really going to cut themselves with the other one. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, that's exactly it. It's like they're. They're Jedi's. They have the power of the Force. They're fine. They're not your stupid ass. You actually, know, that can cut I, yourself with a right. fucking box cutter. <laughs> I actually recently commented on a video. There was a um, you know those epic superhero battles or whatever. Yeah. On YouTube, there was one where it was Batman against Darth Vader. Oh yeah, I, I just saw stills of it, but I didn't yeah. watch it. Well, it's pretty dope. And and Batman picks up a a lightsaber and he starts fighting with it, and a bunch of people in the comments. Batman can't use a lightsaber. Blah, 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 blah. First of all, yes, he can because you don't have to be one with the Force to use a lightsaber because there's a few people in the Star Wars movies that used them that wasn't. And two, but, they're fake! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I, the only comment I put was he most definitely can use it because he's Batman. <laughs> I got like 800 fucking likes. Like everyone was just like, eh, 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 exactly. He's Batman. Fuck you. He's fucking Batman. You don't understand how that works? Like Batman can do anything. Yeah anything (laughs) (laughs) he could walk around on venus with no fucking outfit exactly just 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 focusing on his parents and he'd survive he'd be on a distant he's on a distant planet of naboo and he sees an alleyway and he becomes sad batman yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh jesus um Uh, i was watching the uh the tim burton batman the other night and uh 
because Heather had never seen it. I was like, <laughs> that's a classic. Movie. We got to change that. She all, all she's seen is the the um, Nolan. So I was like, we we must change that. And she was watching it, and she really dug Nicholson. She was like, she's like, yeah, he's on the borderline of being too creepy, but at the same time, you're kind of enjoying it. And I'm like, yeah, that's how Nicholson is. Yeah, that's just Nicholson. Yeah, I, I don't even know if that was really him acting at all, but you know, it was. Uh, um, well, he he played the. And I've said this before. He's he's played the perfect Joker for that time period. Yeah. Like the Joker now is is a little less funny and and more like homicidal maniac. Yeah. So I mean, he was still homicidal back then, but he was more funny yeah. about it. You know, always making jokes and shit. Yeah. Now he just scares you. <laughs> like, oh. oh, Joker's got them jokes. <laughs> oh, you got jokes. I was laughing my ass off. I watched a I watched a gameplay video from that dashy dude that I think I talk about every fucking podcast. <laughs> um little bro crush going on i guess uh but he was playing this new it's new game on on uh wii u uh toad toad expedition or something like that Mm. and basically in this level he's going through doors and then you come out another door you know like it's like a puzzle you go in a door come on another and he he gets to the end and he's like hey what are these two doors and there's one they're right next to each other basically he goes, I wonder where this goes. And he goes in one and it just comes out the other one right next to it. And it's silent for a second. He goes, they got jokes. He's like, <laughs> oh, I was fucking rolling. <laughs> oh, these motherfuckers got jokes. That's what he said. Then he just, he didn't even address it. He just left the level. Motherfucker <laughs> oh, got jokes. Last thing I want to um, say is I have two monitors. Yeah. So... The funny thing is, is the, the, the funny thing is, is that he oils up before he turns them both I off. I do, I do. <laughs> no, um, the the second monitor is not a nice monitor. It was, it was a, uh, it was an old like nineteen inch that I had, and I was like, fuck it, let's see how this works out. So I just use it like to put the secondary shit on, maybe watch a movie on it when I'm playing a game or whatever. But it just, it really opens up the possibilities having two screens. Like it's so fucking cool. <laughs> like I, I would rather have two nice twenty-three inches than one nice twenty-seven inch. Okay, that just sounded wrong. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it didn't sound wrong. It sounded right. No, but it's it's so it's really right. <laughs> and it's funny too because uh, Windows does very well with two screens. They always have. Um, and Linux was doing really well too. Although I don't really spend much time on Linux lately um, because I've been playing a lot of games, but. Yeah, that's really all I have to say. If you don't have two screens, you should have two screens. <laughs> Get three screens. That's what I ultimately want. But, you know, the yeah. struggle. Well, like I, like I was uh, – when Adam told me he had two screens, I was like, why do you need two screens for? But later telling him that I wanted to get I – I have a traditional monitor for my computer. It was somebody had uh, given me it, and it was a 22-inch screen. It's it's it has a white frame. It says IBM on it. <laughs> it's CompuServe, uh, <laughs> and uh, it it came with the Netflix, uh, the the Netscape uh, install disk. Right. Uh, <laughs> it's just too big of a file to download. Right. Yeah. It's just, you can't. I'm not gonna sit there and do that on my dial-up. Um, and uh, but my Asus has a HDMI uh, connection for my my monitor, so I was like, oh. Well, if I get one, I go, but this screen's still pretty good. And then all of a sudden, I'm thinking, oh, two screens. <laughs> I'm telling you. 
it, effort, and it, every it, most people have that effect. Like two screens. What the fuck do you need two screens for? And they start thinking about it, or you see it, or someone tells you about how it is, and you're like, "Fuck, like, yeah. that's really cool." Well, because like I want to get back into video editing, and for two screens, that just makes yeah things oh, so much easier. Definitely. Yeah. I want to get three 27-inch monitors and then a 37-inch TV <laughs> above those, and then I'm done. <laughs> well, I was telling him, I go, yeah, for on the podcast, so then he'll have the show notes and his articles on one monitor, and on both sides, he's running porn and YouTube at the same okay. time. <laughs> like, Got what? Porn tube and YouTube up. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Shit. Uh, uh, no shame. Exactly. Why do you need shame? Shame's right. overrated. Right. <laughs> All right. I think we time we uh, jump into some uh, into some news. Mm. All right. So, in uh, movie news, obviously the big news this week is Sony and the hack. Um, and I'm not talking about like Sony being a hack. I'm just talking about Sony <laughs> being hacked. Um, <laughs> Sony fucked up. <laughs> so uh after just weeks of embarrassing emails and things that could have happened with the amazing spider-man and marvel talking to uh sony and all this stuff uh it was funny to me how none of this all the stuff that was getting reported on had nothing to do with this until later yeah and then uh and then, of course, we finally find out that that the these idiots in North Korea were had threatened Sony that if they release the interview, a comedy from Seth Rogen and James Franco uh, that depicts the death of Kim Jong Un, if they release any of this, there could be a 9/11 style event at a theater showing this movie um now a couple of things about this sony the people talk about sony pulling the movie if you want to get into semantics sony didn't technically pull the movie and that's what they're sticking with the the, the issue is is that they gave theaters a way out they had told the theaters yeah if you don't want to show it you don't have to show it knowing full well that those that nobody's going to want to take the liability well, don't theaters always have that choice, though? Uh, they can. They usually, yeah, because it's. But because of the Supreme Court, no movie studios can own movie theaters anymore. Um, so, peeps, they solicit movies to them, but then when they say, "Okay, we're going to show these movies," they pick them up way in advance. So, so they had already agreed. They're already contractually they obligated okay, to show these it. movies. I get it. Um, so they give them a their. Get out of frail, uh, get out of jail free card. Knowing full well that nobody's going to want to take the liability of having something like that, or even worse yet, nobody going to the theater at all, because even if they're in the vicinity, they don't want to, you know, yeah, be, be any part of that. So, um, you know, it's just it's it's just a, it's been a giant clusterfuck, and the biggest issue, and no matter how you how you spin it, how you talk about it. The biggest issue that comes to play in this whole thing is that simply was you believed a guy that's no better than Saddam Hussein. I mean, Adam and I talked about it. We're like, who is this fucking guy? Yeah. 
to tell us that, you know, can't take a joke. And, uh, you know, is like, well, I don't understand. Like, I'm not saying I want an all out nuclear war, but why do we, why do we even fucking humor this clown? Like he can't do anything. Yeah. This is the worst thing he's done so far. And it really wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. And that the big thing is, it's like, everybody's like, you know, what does that say for, for, you know, like, you know, uh, our power grid and all of that stuff. I'm like, look, you're talking about a movie studio whose parent company, uh, their gaming division got hacked four year, three years ago. Yeah. It was taken down for a month. Now, personally, you think Sony would have kind of beefed up their whole um, security system? Well, they're two, they're two different servers, too. Right. So. But he, here was the thing is that according to the FBI, the, who, the hackers got uh, access to someone's administration credentials. Yeah. Somebody, <laughs> somebody was fucking up. Which gives you, which leads you to who's the douchebag that got fished? Yeah. Who's the one that sat there and go, ooh, Jennifer Lawrence pictures. I got to see those. You know, and, and got their information that way. I, it's, and, you know, now it's turning into this whole, well, what about the power grid? What about NSA and the CIA? I guarantee you they're a little stronger security than a fucking uh, fucking movie studio. And to me, it's just it was it's just a big waste of time. Also, too, like he just he you can really tell that he just wants people to look at him. He wants people to know that North Korea is there right. because I don't think even him. Even his government, his cronies, would be stupid enough to hack any any major countries. I'm not just saying America. Any major country's power grid, because right. that's fucking wartime situation. Like right. now, you're fucking around. Right. You know, now you're making it so hospitals can't help people, and 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 emergency services are going to be crippled. Like that's that's going to be okay. We're we're going to be sending some ships your way. <laughs> yeah. You know, just let him in. <laughs> well, I mean, now you have Obama saying, "Well, we're going to have a proportional response." I threw up on Facebook. We're going to hack them. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, I was like, "What's the virtue of a proportional response, especially with, uh, you know, North Korea?" Oh, oh, we're going to hack their movie studio too, and you know, unleash things where you know, Kim Jong Un ill, Kim Jong Un sex video is out. You know, it's like I think, I think, um, I think what Obama meant. Was that we're not going to drop a bomb on them, but they're going to do something. But I highly doubt they're going to do anything because yeah. really <sighs> – Our track record lately hasn't been the yeah. most solid. But Now, one thing, and, and I'm, not, I'm not condoning this president at all, but if Bush was still in office <laughs> – if we would have fucking napalmed that place. That, that fucking place probably would <laughs> it would have more American soldiers in it than North Koreans. <laughs> so the I just ratio, think it's funny. Yeah. Like I just think it's funny because it, it just proves again he North Korea just likes poking us with a stick. Yeah, they don't do anything serious. I mean, they might be they're more of a threat to people in their area like japan and south korea <laughs> yeah. you know people that are close to them but they don't really have the means to do anything to us physically well and, like and they they supposedly like earlier this year they hacked into south korea and like fucked up with their bank yeah. and, and all that it was stuff. the same it was the same group yeah same group and then they said oh well if you do this then we're gonna 
bomb you or something like that and they did it and nothing happened so yeah. it's like you know it's like come on you gave these guys credence and now what what you know it, it's are, are you going to keep doing you're going to keep letting you know everybody else because they're upset about you know this we're going to we're not going to release this movie. Here's one of the things I thought was interesting, and someone brought up a good point. I think it was The Verge brought it up. Um, everybody's saying, like, why don't you release it on VOD? Because then if they're going to attack people, what are they going to do? Well, I think that's what Sony <coughs> is saying they want to do because they're saying they want to release the movie so everyone can see it. Right. But they're saying th- – and, and th- they're saying that, but they're saying – but nobody stepped forward to give us a service. They own Crackle. Yeah, they have services. Why don't they do it themselves? And I can guarantee you that Netflix would take that. Oh, yeah. Netflix, Netflix takes anything. Yeah, Netflix would be like, yeah, sure. Go for Have it. Have you seen the shit that's on Netflix? <laughs> like, Netflix, if, if, it's, if it's recorded video, they'll take it. <laughs> but it's, it's, um, and even it is, that's debatable. Right. <laughs> it is, it is a big, a bigger issue, though, because te- technically a threat from an outside source affected our censorship. Right. Now you can sit there and go, well, Sony is a – because a lot of people are going, Sony's a foreign country. It's like, no, because Colombia made the movie. Now we're getting into semantics, but still, the point still stands right. that it was an American movie made by American people that can't be shown when it wanted to be shown in the normal way of every other movie because this outside country doesn't like it. Right. You know, well, too fucking bad. Like I'm sorry your country is, is in the 1700s and you don't have fucking freedom. Yeah. Like it's not my fucking problem because and George Clooney put an excellent point where yeah okay he even said he's, it's a silly comedy movie sure yeah you know but what 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 happens when it's a documentary yeah you know or something like that or or, or a news report well that Steve Carell movie that he was gonna do was supposed to be some psychological thriller up yeah something in a little Korea. more hard hitting yeah you know? in North Korea they scrapped that because of that oh well we don't want to touch it's like okay so now you're just gonna show the country and the world just how much how pussy you guys are yeah, you can't and i think every american who every not even every american every, everyone in the developed world who has some fucking sense will agree that it doesn't matter if you don't like it it doesn't matter how trivial it is you can't censor you can't censor art yeah why they, don't they do this to a tyler perry movie i'll be <laughs> with them on this one you know i have to admit I, my wife was watching a Medea movie and i was laughing I still thought it was a dumb movie. This podcast is over. I was laughing because <laughs> it was this scene where there was this kid, like he had to have been like 14, and he just kept mouthing off to his parents, and his parents didn't really do shit about it because they were so caught up in arguing with themselves. Yeah. And and they and she was their um their aunt or something. I don't know, Medea. And she he said something to her, and she just kept slapping him until he stopped talking. And then, and then when she, he looked terrified, she goes, "I don't want to have to have to have this conversation with you again." <laughs> that made me laugh. <laughs> I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" Uh, but in in any case, uh, you know, and and this in the in the end, I think is a boon for Sony because when Sony does decide to release this, I think there's going to be a lot more people that are going to either one feel, okay, well, I want to see what this all this shit's about, or two. I'm an American, goddammit. I'm going to do my patriotic duty and buy and rent this movie. Um, even for me, it's kind of like, I didn't want to see it, but now I might see it. You yeah, know? see, now when the movie comes out, everyone's going to see it. Exactly. 
And that's so. that's probably why they they've been saying, oh, James Franco and Seth Rogen have been very silent on this. Yeah, because they're just waiting until it gets released so they can rake in the fucking money. Yeah. Like, and you know what I think? I think we should do. This is the proportional proportional um, response that Obama should take. Find the greatest hacking master masterminds in America, and we have plenty of them, and have them hack into North Korea's video feed. And just play the interview on a loop on every <laughs> single fucking channel for as long as humanly possible. And when North Korea – because here's the funniest and thing. And in between – like started every two hours on the hour and in the little gaps in between, you just replay on a constant loop uh, the death of Kim Jong-un until the movie starts again. Yeah, you could do that too. But the, the something we forgot to mention, but this was the funniest thing in the whole thing. When the CIA came out and said, we have substantial evidence, and there's a lot of people going, oh, you can't trust the CIA. You know, what do they have a reason? We already hate North Korea. There's right. no reason for them to drive it in anymore. But um, the they said they have substantial evidence that North Korea did this, and North Korea said, denied, you know, denied that they did it, and then said that they want to help us in our investigation, but then also added, it would be of great peril if we don't allow them to help us. Yeah. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Did you just threaten us if you we don't let you help us? Yeah, here here's great peril. Skeet, 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 skeet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's like that's like us giving food aid to Africa and going, if you don't eat this food, we're going to shoot you in the face. <laughs> like, why don't you go fuck yourself? Exactly. And uh, I'm pretty sure we would never accept help from North Korea. <laughs> North Korea is like Doctor Evil. Oh, I know. Just well, did- as stupid. You see that in uh, SNL? I did see that today. Oh my god, I was rolling. It was real quick, but it was hilarious. Uh, I I know Kim Jong Un. We were on a uh, Virgin uh, Virgin cruise ship <laughs> together. Well, that fucking that SNL that's that blah, 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 that SNL bit is a perfect example of why North Korea fucked up. Because you censored this one movie that yeah. that might have been entertaining or whatever. And now everyone is going to make fucking comedy reels yeah. about Kim Jong-un. Everybody. Yeah. And they're going to be 800 times fucking worse than <laughs> that movie could ever be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> SNL, that's a pretty – I mean, you know, SNL's kind of fallen off the last few years. But that's still a big outlet. Oh, yeah. To, and, to and, they're, and, they're, and that's one of the things is that they're very, very – topical about some yeah. of that stuff and and they had a major actor doing it a major character like yeah. oh, i loved it i loved every minute of it yeah. and the the memes on the internet oh my god i hope they i hope they're on every north korean computer <laughs> like they're just beautiful someone took the um the kim kardashian showing her ass picture that everyone freaked out about a oh, couple yeah. months ago um and posted it as a uh, <laughs> kim jong-un's face <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, somebody took the Hollywood sign and then put North Korea on it. <laughs> that that was a little more of a statement, but it was a. Uh, it's still pretty. It's still it like was yeah. pretty fun. Yeah. All right, All let's right. move on. Um, <laughs> let's talk about something truly American and a little happier. Why not? We'll we'll move on. Um, so I was <laughs> I was on Yahoo Movies the other day for some <laughs> fucking reason, and um, they're reporting that. There was this lost Disney short, uh, short animation, uh, 1927. That's when this bit came out. This thing is so old that it doesn't even have Mickey Mouse in it. It has the precursor to Mickey Mouse. Oh right. Um, Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. Yeah. Um, it's titled Empty Socks. So 
they finally found this thing. And they, the funny thing is they found it um, in the Norway's, Norway's National Library. Yeah. Which, which at first I was like, what? And then you read it and obviously you find out. Uh, Norway's National Library is in Mo – I don't even know how to pronounce this. I gave up on that one. It's Mo – M-O space I space Rana. Um, it's near the Arctic Circle. <laughs> I threw that in there because at least I could say Arctic Circle. Right. <laughs> um, so just a quote from a, a guy that um, – he's a library's arc, arch – I can't even pronounce English now. <laughs> uh, he works at the fucking library. Kavail right? uh, um, Serene Serenson. It must have sucked to be Norwegian with these fucking names. Like, <laughs> so many take... extra vowels. And... Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, he says, at the beginning, we didn't know it was a lost cin- cin- cinematography. I think it's just late. <laughs> cinematography. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the film was in two reels, which weren't clearly labeled. So, Disney cartoonist David um, Gerstein, now now a Jewish name. We're back in America. Um, <laughs> wow. He, <laughs> well, at least I can pronounce those. Um, he he verified that it was a real film and and all that. And uh, I guess the film the film's not complete though. The film's not complete. It's missing like thirty seconds in the middle. Right. I guess. And it's not – I mean it's not the best quality, but they've, they've – the the Norwegian um, library has digitized it and sent it to, off to uh, Disney. Um, so hopefully we'll be able to see it. Um, yeah. I guess it was um, – let me see if I can find this in the article. We're doing this new thing, folks, where we don't read the articles. Um, <laughs> but see, I did my show notes about a week and a half ago. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, uh – um, it was about it was about a less than a week. <laughs> I did a lot of shit in that week. Um, so it was owned by a private collector, um, who then gave the film to the Norwegian Film Institute, and then it just it it made its way to a high security bunker in the National Library. So it's been taken care of. It wasn't like laying on the floor. It just wasn't. It, I mean, it's funny how these lost treasures. It always ends up being just some clerical error, like yeah. someone mismarked it or some stupid like that. Uh, but hopefully we'll be able to see it pretty soon. I love seeing those old school Disney cartoons, dude. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, it's, and I've it's... actually never seen anything with this Oswald the Lucky Rabbit, other than yeah. if you count the latest Mickey Mouse game when he was fucking in it. But oh right, yeah. But and that's the thing is that most people don't even know that there was a precursor to Mickey. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, you know, people always think Steamboat Willie, you know, and forget and fail to realize that of course there's always earlier versions of something. Steamboat Steamboat Willie is the first Mickey Mouse cartoon, yeah. right? Yeah, and that's where most people start from, and they realize that they're – and he looks almost exactly like Mickey, except with the rabbit ears. Yeah, it's exactly – he's a little – he looks a little bit more like a trickster, though, to be honest. Like he looked – I haven't seen yeah, any cartoons. Yeah, he looks like he's fucking around a little bit more. But um, <laughs> Steve, I think I think you can't be American if you haven't seen Steamboat Willie. I think it's on the Nash, the uh, the test they have to take when yeah. people immigrate here. Exactly. When when you're doing citizenship, yeah, you have to be able yeah, like, to see Steamboat Willie and identify at least four Disney characters. Right. Question question 25 on the test is um who is the current US president? Question 26 is in Steamboat Willie. <laughs> <laughs> and then the the final thing is do a whistling rendition of the Peanuts theme. 
Yeah. And if you can't do that, you're fucking out. Yeah. You have no, out. no use for it's you. It's pass or fail. That's it. There's no C minus in there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Well, moving on into gaming news. Uh, those those uh, lovers of Minecraft uh, get and, and what was it like a month or two back? You guys got uh, a Doctor Who skin pack. Well, over last week they actually released a volume two, fifty one fresh outfits spanning the the history of the series. Um, so. It include in the it's supposed to include like vin, vintage like canines the sixty Cybermen to even the tenth Doctor and Captain Jack Harkness, Martha Jones and all of that are um, are available for Xbox One and Xbox Three Sixty versions only. There's still no word if it's going to come out for like PlayStation or anything like that, but for the skins it's only three bucks. It probably will come out. It's just now that Microsoft owns it that my, they're going to work on the Microsoft yeah. versions first. Yeah, the Star Wars themed pack that came out in late November, the DLC pack, is believed to be an exclusive Microsoft mm. um, uh, ish, um, deal. So, you know, this will pro- Doctor Who will probably show up on Sony's PlayStation fairly soon. But, uh, you know, give that, what, 90 day window that they usually get? <laughs> I was talking to somebody about that. About Minecraft and Microsoft, it's like, oh, now that now, all Minecraft's gonna be exclusive stuff on on Microsoft. It's bullshit. How's it bullshit? My, Microsoft spent some good fucking money on that game. Yeah. Like I don't blame them. Like they spent they spent over a billion dollars for this fucking game, and the game pretty much everybody already has it. Right, right. So they gotta make money somewhere. Yeah. They didn't buy it just because. And it's not like you know you're gonna get DLC shit for free, especially stuff like this. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's to me. It just seems it is some. It's just people because it's Microsoft. People have to bitch about it. It's it's one of those things where it's just like, okay, get over it already. The only thing that that kind of pisses me off is one of the few um, places that you can't play Minecraft is the Wii U, and I think that's dumb because the Wii U would actually be a dope ass fucking console to play it on because of that stupid second screen thing. I was gonna say, wouldn't it actually be? perfect for that it would be perfect for it, but they didn't do it and it's funny too because um <laughs> i like that it would be perfect for that but they didn't do it <laughs> yeah the this is the funny thing like another another format that it recently came out on was a windows phone and um now they they claimed in not not so many words that um uh, the just no one had a windows phone so, which isn't the case anymore but at the time it was right and um when microsoft bought um, Minecraft. All of a sudden, there was always there was always a Windows Phone version, yeah. and they just didn't release it. They released it so fucking quick, <laughs> and they even said in the news reports that it was already made. It was already ready to go. It just it was in beta. It just needed to be tested, and nobody was doing anything. It was just sitting there. Jesus, I'm like, what the fuck are you guys doing? You just put it out, make some money. You know, it uh. didn't make any sense to me because Windows Phone in America has. It's it's getting stronger, you know, but in other areas it's pretty popular. Yeah. You know, like you could I mean, come on. What Shit. are you doing? What are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> anyway. Speaking of Nintendo, okay. This whole story is a common sense thing, but <laughs> I just want an excuse to talk about this fucking game. So <laughs> next year. I'm telling you, two thousand fifteen is gonna be the year of the Wii U. I'm I'm calling it, dude. 
So for people that care, <laughs> um, <laughs> this this new game called Mario Maker, right? And it reminds me of Mario Paint from back in the day. Mm. Um, this game allows you to make Mario levels, platform Mario levels. Um, you can put all the traps and the fucking jumps and all the bullshit wherever the hell you want. Um, and it's just been confirmed uh, by Miyamoto himself um, that you'll be able to share these levels, uh, much like Little Big Planets. So you can you yeah. can make you can make levels and then share them online, uh, which is which is also nice to hear because Nintendo's really utilizing their online service. Like you can't just just open it; you have to use it too. Um, so that's cool. But this game, dude, like so, you can make the levels platform, but you can make them in all different styles basically you can make nes looking super nes looking or the modern looking um it's it's amazing that's gonna be cool i'm really excited for that this game is sealed the deal i'm getting a wii u next year yeah this game among other games but but this game definitely adam and i were talking before the podcast that like yeah we'll if we both get a wii we'll both be sending each other fucking levels and shit like try yeah. this shit now Try it's going to constantly be, you ain't beating this one. And the yeah. next week, you ain't beating this, this one, though. Yeah, see, that one was a lot easier, but this one, though. <laughs> that one was just practice for yeah. your punk ass. This I, one. I knew you'd get that one. That was, yeah. that was baby shit. <laughs> now, this one, though. <laughs> this one right here. This one right here. This <laughs> level right here. You ain't beating it. Hey, man. You know, the level was cool and all, but how was Princess or Hermaphrodite? <laughs> don't judge me (laughs) but um it was so funny too because they did um miyamoto's been hitting the scene like talking about the wii and i think i think that's important because everyone knows who miyamoto is yeah shigeru miyamoto he is the boss at nintendo like he he makes a bunch of shit all types of stuff um big history with him and and he's he not only is he so recognizable and people instantly respect him when he speaks, but he's such a nice guy. Yeah, he like, he doesn't feel like he's shoving something down my throat when he's telling me about something. He just he's just like, hey, this is really cool, and I thought you might want to know about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, and and but he comes with this level of excitement that kind of yeah gets you hyped up with it too, and and I think that's something that's that's especially with the Wii U and with some of their products coming out. I mean, what, Zelda, St- um, Star Fox, um, this uh, Mario Maker, this sh- this should be a good year for Nintendo. I mean, they already started with Mario Kart when they did Mario Kart for the Wii U. Mario Kart is fucking dope. Dude. And really, really started pushing it. And I think, you know, if they just keep putting out these kind of games, and these are the games that really, to be honest, should have been at, like, launch you know, or closer to launch, you know, for people to be like, oh, man, we're going to get this, you get that. That's going to be awesome. We got to get these. And but uh, in typical Nintendo fashion, they don't do it until like a year or so after the fact. I think that what Nintendo should have did, worked on the games internally and then released the Wii U when the other two consoles were released. I think they would have had a stronger release. Like, yeah, they came out first. Right. But they they didn't do anything until the other consoles came out, so really it didn't really matter. Like yeah. basically, you could buy it and hold on to it real quick until something <laughs> came out, you right. know. But um, 
I'm loving it. I'm loving that Nintendo's moving and shaking and, and they're they're doing and the the cool thing about this is they're they're starting to do things now, but they're still doing it in a very Nintendo way. Right. Like they're sticking to their guns. If there's one thing that you have to say about Nintendo is that they they have a plan and they are following it. Yeah. Like they don't give a fuck about sales numbers or anything. Right. <laughs> like, this is our strategy and we're sticking to it. Um so I'm I'm excited to get that Wii U next year. I'll probably yeah. get it in like February. Yeah. That should be cool. Yeah. All right, moving on into comic news. Um, so, though some of you may have known that you know realized that like Archie Comics has been kind of becoming a little more real lately, especially with the whole you know uh, Archie being killed off and stuff like that um, earlier this year. Well, it appears that among other things, Archie's getting a reboot. Uh, the f- flagship of Archie's Comics will relaunch in 2015 uh, that came out in the New York Times. Uh, but the interesting thing is is that the, the creative team behind it is writer Mark Wade and artist Fiona Staples. Uh, Mark Wade, of course, big Marvel guy, Daredevil. Uh, he's done... Um, Jesus, he's done so many... Uh, uh, comic here. He did Hulk for a short time. He's done uh, the yeah. I think uh, his. I think one of the, my favorites is his run on Daredevil. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, also, if you if the name Fiona Staples doesn't mean uh, doesn't string a uh, strike a chord. If you if you've been reading Saga, she's the artist on Saga. Uh, so that's been a huge selling comic book. So she's going to be doing that. So that's going to make it kind of interesting that these two people that come from darker sides of the universe are rebooting the Archie comic. Um, here's a quote from uh, uh, Archie pub- uh, publisher and co-CEO John Goldwater. Uh, we want to keep the lighthearted and family-friendly tone, but we do have to do it in present times, and that forces us to change. Uh, so, I mean, keep in mind that this this – the article states that the relaunch is part of the company's 75th anniversary plan. Archie's, Archie was introduced in 1941 in Pep's Comics number 22. And, of course, it's going to feature a whole, quote, new look and edgier tone. Um, so, I don't know. I'm kind of like, eh. What do you think? I... I don't know why they're rebooting something. I just continue it the way it was. Like, Archie's one of those things that doesn't. It just doesn't need to be rebooted. Like, yeah. you can have the same exact shit and just promote it better. It's, gonna, it's fucking Archie. Yeah, I mean, what are you gonna do? Very special Archie. Jughead is a meth dealer. <laughs> well, as far as I mean, from what I've heard, it's it's gonna be in a mod a modern like modern characters but it's all it's going to have the same tone like it's not going to be edgy or anything yeah it's, you know so it's the, basically you're just redrawing it and not having cheesy lines yeah i mean you know like uh what is it what did mark mark wade had a thing oh yeah here's a quote from mark wade it says over the years some of the sharp edges have been sanded off wade told the times they are kids and they should act as kids which I'm not sure what that means. What sharp edges of Archie were I know. I was thinking like, you know, 
what you know what are we going to get a, a three-way with archie veronica and betty that would be that i would buy that what i would buy yeah but i don't know it just it just seems like one of those things that's not necessary and nobody's going to care yeah to be honest and i know there's going to be people screaming and yelling you're ruining <laughs> my childhood you know i don't think it's like that but it's just i don't know yeah. they still sell archie fucking books when I yeah. go to the grocery store, they have those little books that you can get. Every once in a while, I buy one. Yeah. Well, well, they just – yeah, this this year they had made a big deal with Life with Archie where it was – where it ended with Archie dying. And then they followed it up with Li- After Life with Archie, which was like a zombie book. So that's not – it's just not necessary. It's not – there's certain – I'm not upset that they're doing it. It's just – there's certain characters that don't fit well into that. Yeah. It's just it, Archie was always a staple for for like a a more wholesome all-American type shit, you know. That doesn't really exist anymore. Yeah. But I mean that's okay. It's it's I don't know. I I buy those for my kids every once in a while. They'll see them on the rack and and I, I know we're like having a long car ride or something. I pick them up and they'll they're quiet the whole fucking time so they serve my purpose. There you go. And I read them motherfuckers too. <laughs> Um, so I found this thing, WizKids, which is a game company, like board games and such, is coming out with DC Dice Masters Justice League. There's this new game that it's going to be a dice game, but it's going to be all about, you know, just, it's going to have different, like the, the, uh, the first set you buy, like the starter set has two player starter sets so you can get playing right away. Has characters like Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman, Satana, Martian Manhunter, Darkseid, Deathstroke. Um, but then, of course, you could buy booster packs. It's one of those games, yeah, where you're going to constantly be spending money. Like Master Magic: The Gathering. Yeah, um, that's so what I was. That was exactly what one, I was. One of the main reasons I don't play Magic: The Gathering anymore because you it never ends. Um, but I love dice games. Like I, I, I'm recently bought um, Zombie Dice. Which is which is something you don't really have to buy extra for. I play that with the kids all the time. Like dice games are just fun, um, and this game looks pretty interesting. It doesn't really go into too much about how to play, but um, it looks like a, a typical like number like point system and stuff like that. Right. Um, but the 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 collector's box, which is what you're supposed to buy first, um, comes with the thing, comes with play mat, uh, all that type of shit. And they have big plans for the come out X Men set, Age of Ultron set, you know. Um, what is this? There are also upcoming Dice Master sets. Oh, so they're gonna have Dice Master sets theme from Dungeons and Dragons and Yu Gi Oh. So the whole Dice Master thing is new, and I, I kind of dig it because I'm always trying to find things for my kids to do that don't involve video games. And it's funny sounding for me because I'm a big gamer, but I like them to do. Things that don't involve staring at a screen. Yeah. And my kids are completely open to it, but it, it gets harder and harder to find things <laughs> <laughs> that aren't going to cost me fucking a million dollars. Um, so, you know, I buy the board games, and but I don't like to buy fucking Monopoly and Sorry. I'm trying to buy, like, the geekiest fucking games for these kids to play. Right, right, right. Um, and they love them. So, Meth Lab I, in the Box and all that right, stuff. Yeah. You know, Let's Cook. It says right, right on the box. <laughs> um, the. 
but this one looks – I mean there really isn't much to talk about. Just uh, honestly, not many stories to choose from this week. Right. Um, but um, it just it just looks cool. It just looks really cool. DC, Dice Master Justice League will hit stores in March of 2015. Um, there's also a Constantine Hellblazer bit coming out on it. It's that just, might be cool. Yeah. See, the, the, the cool thing is, is they're not just doing the Avengers – or not the Avengers, sorry, Justice League. Like because – they could easily just we're just doing the Justice League characters like oh you know come on yeah let's let's pull into the hat a little bit and get something out you know so you have like uh where's my where's the Blue Beetle that's right yeah. <laughs> comic book fans have been saying that for a while too um, exp- expansions like Black Canary Constantine um, there's gonna be a Catwoman bit uh, I think the X Men thing is cool because that's gonna be a huge like oh there's gonna be an Avengers versus the X Men set. Um, so, I mean, if you're into this type of stuff, it's cool. If you're not into it, you probably have already fallen asleep. <laughs> um, oh, by the way, friends are not included in this game. Yeah, friends are not included. And that's another big problem I have with Magic the Gathering. <laughs> <laughs> I have a bunch of Magic cards. And and it's funny because I, I when I was working at Best Buy, there was a few, a few cats in there that, that would play Magic the Gathering. So I went with over to their house one time to play. I've always been real casual, man. I just like having fun. And, and when I used to play it all the time, it was, it was an excuse for my friends to get together, maybe do a little drinking, just a little fooling around, you know, and just, just hang out. It was the same with Dungeons & Dragons. I used to play with uh, um, the guys at um, NQ. Yeah. I used to play with uh, Brett and fucking oh, yeah. all that. I used to play Dungeons & Dragons. Just hang out, you know, have a couple yeah. drinks, relax with friends. Play, play just the tip, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> These motherfuckers are trying to play magic like like it's the end of the fucking world. <laughs> and I, I remember it wasn't me, but someone there made a move that was a mistake. And I saw it. Like I was like, oh, you probably shouldn't have played that card. That doesn't really make any sense. And I – he was learning how to play the game. So I, I kind of leaned forward and I was about to say, hey, man, you know, it actually – for that card, it really doesn't complement that card. Well, you know, maybe you could do something else. But I didn't have a chance to say that because everyone in the room called him a fucking moron. Oh, and we're like emotionally scarred by this mistake this kid made. Huh. He was a younger guy. I'm right. like, what the fuck, dude? Like, and I never went again. Wow. And the cards have been in the closet the whole time. I'm like, I can't play games like that. Games are supposed to be fun. <laughs> I'm supposed <laughs> to be fucking seething rage when something doesn't go right. I know, right? Jeez. So, oh man. I had one guy. He threw his fucking whole deck across the across the room because he lost. Just because wow. he lost fair battle, not, nobody was or fair match. Nobody was um, cheating or being stupid, and he was the other guy wasn't even talking shit. They had a normal casual match. He lost, and he got so pissed off that he screamed "fuck" and threw his deck across. The, I looked over and I go, "I'm not picking that up." I don't know if you think anyone's going to help you pick that up. <laughs> and we all sat there and watched him pick it up. Yeah. And Magic the Gathering decks are rather large, so it took a while. <laughs> so oh, stupid man. just Jeez. stupid uh, alright moving on to the tech news um, those of you that use torrent sites to acquire various types of media uh, there's tons of sites out there and, and we all know that there's a lot of sites getting shut down Pirate Bay was just taken down recently um, but there's an old school one that I remember, Fenopy. I'm assuming that's how you say it, F-E-N-O-P-Y. 
Uh, has has been around for almost ten years, and uh, some of you may remember it, and then they're like, "Oh God, I haven't heard about that fit in a while." Well, there's a reason for that. Um, they actually have uh, shut down voluntarily. They weren't forced out by anybody or anything like that. They, uh, according to the site's uh, owner, they actually have been running on a uh, AI for the last like three years. And uh, so they said in its heyday, you know, it was up there with Pirate Bay, which was about mm, almost seven, eight years ago. They go, but, you know, with a lot of um, ISPs and even search engines blocking torrent sites, obviously traffic has dropped down very pretty much to the point where some of them are just debating on whether they should even keep their businesses going. So this, the dude though, that ran this one wrote this long letter about how their torrent sites are about, Oh, standing up for peace and freedom of information and all these, you know, uh, enterprises that come in to stifle all of that. And it's just like, you're getting shit for free. Yeah. It's not, I mean, let's, let's call a spade a spade here. You know, it's like you're not, you know, you're not Wikilinks, you know, or anything like that. You're a torrent site. You know, you're pushing the latest installment of the Transformers movie or, you know, a bootleg version of Microsoft of Windows 7. You're not, you're not, you know, solving world peace here. Yeah, it's people complain about everything. It, it doesn't fucking matter. If you're getting it for free or not. Yeah. Especially with the advent of the internet and you don't have to be face to face, you know. Who fucking cares? I didn't even hear about this fucking site until you said <laughs> until you said anything to me. So I was like, who? They're shutting down? Oh, okay. Yeah, I've come across it a few times, especially when you're looking for something, then I see Fenopy and I was like, huh. And then a lot of times it was just bogus links. Yeah, which is probably a main reason why they shut down. Yeah. yeah so that AI wasn't always on top of the ball. No, it was not. <laughs> but you know who was? These nuts. <laughs> on top of these balls, motherfucker. Wait, that sounds weird. <laughs> Never mind. So, our last story for the day in our main block for technology um, would be about Netflix. The possibility of Netflix offering... Um, offline viewing which in itself is hilarious um but basically uh netflix mistakenly said that they were going to offer um offline viewing on to honeycomb tablets tablets are running honeycomb honeycomb android or whatever which was well Um, three years ago (laughs) yeah and everybody waited and of course it didn't happen um now Netflix saying it's never going to happen. Now, we don't even have to get into the the details. Basically, Netflix mistakenly said it was going to happen, and now they said that it's not going to happen at all. Um, They also said that the feature was a short-term, this quote, short-term fix for a bigger problem. So they were trying to fix something different that was going on. Um, But the real real taker from this, the, the real thing that you should pay attention to here is how many news sites 
completely believed that we were all going to get offline viewing for Netflix <laughs> and didn't even bat a fucking eye or or think that that was ridiculous. Let's let's put it in perspective here. Netflix has thousands of things for us to watch mainly because we can never own them. We are just watching it off of someone else's computer basically. Right. So if they provided offline viewing Everyone would just download everything and then never go to Netflix. It, it would be it would become Fenipe. Yeah. It would just be it would just be a download site, and that is an entirely different contract to sign that Netflix has not signed with anybody else. Yeah, it's hard enough for them to keep content on there as it is, let alone saying, "Oh, we're gonna offer it as offline." As soon as they said offline, everybody would have pulled out. Fuck oh, yeah. you! I'm gonna put my shit on there. We're going to Hulu, and it's never whatever. and it's never good to pull out. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, I just thought this was funny, and it's at, at face value, it kind of makes sense. Like, okay, you can download the movie because this is what people were saying. Well, it makes sense because you can download the movie onto your tablet, and then you can watch it when you're not at your, um, you know, at your Wi-Fi connection or whatever. Yeah, that does make sense for a different kind of service. Right. It doesn't make sense for Netflix, like. Google yep. Play does that. You can yeah. rent you can rent a movie, you download it, and you can watch it on your device. Yeah, it's but called Netflix VOD. Is, exactly. Netflix is not a VOD company. Right. They're a streaming company. So if they provided VOD, they would have to change everything. Yeah. Like and it's it was just funny to me. And I remember when this was said a long time ago that they were gonna do it and, and and I was like, that doesn't doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And I think in the original article, and this is years ago, I'm trying to remember. In the original article, they said something about it. There was an issue with Honeycomb that they were trying – it was going to make it so as soon as Honeycomb dropped, no one was going to be able to use Netflix. Like it was going to block it or something. So they were thinking of an idea <laughs> to possibly temporarily f- make it so people could watch their Netflix movies like queue them up and it will download it. And then I think it was going to delete it right after that. Right. You know, and then of course everybody, everyone's too lazy to read the whole fucking article, I guess. So they only see, they only read the headline. They only read, read the headline, which is the stupidest thing to fucking do. Like it would be smarter to try to see if you knew how to fly from a third story window (laughs) than to just believe every headline you read. Well, that was the thing is, is when I, when I saw this in the show notes, I looked at them like, what the hell offline playback i go why the hell would they do that exactly and like that's the response you're supposed to have yeah like reading the story i'm like but you're not talking about how just implausible the idea of having offline playback is you know it was almost kind of like oh our hopes were dashed it's like no douchebag it could never work that way that's vod and then it disintegrates after you view it you know it's like it's just this is it's like you're missing you're missing the bigger issue. <laughs> yeah, and there's nothing, and that is the bigger. There's nothing wrong with VOD, but no. that's not what Netflix does. Exactly. And and if they were going to do something like that, they would have used that wording. We are going to become a VOD company. Yeah, and then that's a whole different type of DRM. If you hated DRM before, uh, VOD is such a pain in the ass. Yeah, like we do it. I think the 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 two. No, I don't think I know. The two best companies that do VOD well is Apple and Google. They do VOD very well, but you have to stay in their ecosystem. You can't – it doesn't travel 
everywhere. You know, you can't you can't download a movie on Google Play and then go watch it on um on your Windows RT tablet. Right. We might be in the fucking web browser, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Or I do fucking iTunes is even stricter. You buy a movie off of iTunes, you can put it onto an iPad or an iPod or i something. Right. If you want to be an i dick about it. <laughs> uh, but I'm, uh, yeah. But um that's that's the thing that, but that's the weight that VOD carries. It's yeah. it's so fucking strict on what you're doing and how many times you can watch it. I mean, it, and it must be hard to crack because you never hear people hacking their VOD movies. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. I just thought I just thought this whole it's not really news, it was just funny. Just funny <laughs> how stupid people are. Uh, it's amazing how people misconstrued technology. And these are the professionals that are right. supposed to be paying attention. We're just two douchebags that actually caught and go, wait, but that doesn't even make sense. They say the typical American's an idiot, but it seems like the typical Americans are the ones that figure shit out. Yeah. And it's the people that represent typical Americans <laughs> that are retards. <laughs> uh, all right. So why don't you carry us over? Into- I have a a Christmas story for you. See, this is very um, time sensitive. It's very good that we say this now because this is obviously our Christmas, before Christmas episode. Um, and if you thought the lost Disney cartoon was a gift, <laughs> you, you, you aren't paying attention. That's all it is. So there was a, or there is a hacker group, or was actually, <laughs> by the time I get to the end of it. I know, right? Um, <laughs> called lizard squad and of course typical hacker hacker habit means lizard is spelt incorrectly Mm. so it's l-i-z-z-r-d um i don't know if they just don't know how to spell or they're just trying to be cute um they didn't know how to spell right so now this group is actually a pretty significant group um back on in august 24th um they claim responsibility for bringing down the playstation network as well as attacking um blizzard uh, who, as we know, uh, brings us World of Warcraft, Diablo 3, StarCraft 2. Um, so they, they did do some damage back in the day. That was the second bring down of Sony. It wasn't as big as the first one. Yeah. It wasn't um, that just a DDoS attack. It was just simple. And that I think we talked about it. And, yeah. and, and I was explaining in the, in the podcast then that it's just a DDoS attack. It's, not, it's like the lowest form of hacking. Yeah. It's not difficult. You know, so even if you can, if you can even call it a hack, it's basically just real quick. DDoS is when you have a bunch of computers which are actually called zombie computers because they're just blindly doing it. Um, you, you hack like a bunch of computers on a network to then constantly send um, requests and data packets to a particular server, and it overloads the server. So it's it's the hacking equivalent of overfilling a bottle at water and ice. <laughs> like, like when you forget to turn the the little sp- the spigot off, yeah, um, and the bottle gets all wet. So they they were successful in that. Now their new thing was they promised everybody um, at the beginning of this month that they and it's funny because they were pretty much dark. No one heard about them for a while, and then now all of a sudden they come out that they were going to bring down um, a couple of online networks, including PlayStation and uh, Xbox. Uh, gaming networks over Christmas, uh, Christmas period. Obviously, this sucks because a lot of kids 
as well as adults, mm. are going to want to play their new games or new consoles or whatever. So they just basically troll a lull. They want to fuck everybody's life up, basically. Yeah. They're, you know. So... Oh, these were all... Oh, yeah. These were also the hacking group that did that... Um, that tweet that said... Uh, they tweeted the airline and they said um, that there was a bomb on a plane and you should check it out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's when it got real. That's when everyone's like, oh, well, these fucking assholes. Um, anyway. They're not ob- They're not obviously the hackers that saved Christmas, which is the title of the, the hackers that were... They, they were the Grinch, essentially. Okay. It's kind of weird because I'm trying to organize it in my head as I say it. So there was another hacking group that came out um, and they called themselves the Finest Squad, which I thought was kind of dopest. By the way, spelt it correctly. So, you know, um, they, and this is a quote, they said their goal was to bring cyber criminals to justice. And the way they did it was hilarious. <laughs> right. <laughs> Flag waving in the breeze. America. <laughs> um, so what they, what they did, and this is pretty simple too, and just shows that this lizard squad aren't the best hackers in the world because they weren't worried about their personal security. Um, Finest Squad hacked um, some public Twitter accounts uh, and websites of Lizard Squad members um, and then released their personal information online. <laughs> um, this, by, this is called – the article refers to, and I'll let you guys know, this is called doxing um, when you do something like this. It's the it's it's the worst thing you can do to a hacker because the, the only thing a hacker has is his um anonymity. The, yeah, the mystery of you not knowing who the fuck they are. Um so after they did this, of course, not only did we all know who they were, but um the United States uh police knew. Mm-hmm. Um and they took care of it. So a lot of these guys have been arrested. Um <laughs> they <laughs> they're in jail currently. Um, now, Finest Squad also – let me read this part. The Finest Squad also revealed how Lizard managed to bring down the video game networks. In short, the group used a tactic that sent a flood of web traffic to a single – exactly what I said. Um, it was a denial distrib- – distrib- distributed denial of service attack, DDoS, uh, and could cost as little as $200 Australian because I'm reading this from an Australian site. So it's probably $5 American. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, fine, the finest squad um, posted on Twitter. We have successfully removed Lizard Squad from Twitter. You're welcome, fellow gamers. We will, we will make sure their IRC stays offline. Hashtag finest squad. So I just want to say thank you <laughs> to finest squad. Um, because honestly, hacks like that don't make any sense. Like it, it, you're just being an asshole. Yeah. You know, and and if you if you know how to hack, there's a lot of good shit you could do under the table. You know what I mean? But yeah. why? Yeah. But why are yeah? Why are you upsetting the people that just got the Xbox One or the yeah. PlayStation and setting it up? Because well, it's like you're the, gonna need those downloads, and you can't. Whoever the first hacking group that hacked um, Sony the first time. I forget who it was. They they were saying um, gamers need gamers are all fat and lazy and they need a sound. It's like you guys probably play games too. Yeah. Like and you're just being a dick. Yeah. You know it it doesn't 
and and the sad thing is too is when they hack the gaming networks you know sometimes they'll say oh it's the fat lady lazy teenagers yeah but you're you're not only affecting teenagers you're affecting like six-year-olds that just got their you know just got their minecraft game or something and yeah. it's it's just dirty man like do something better with your fucking time yeah, i know <laughs> I know there's so much more you could be doing, but this is what you're doing. If anyone wants to hack into the California DMV and reinstate my license, I would appreciate it. <laughs> you know, do uh, some good in the world is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> if all of a sudden I get a letter saying your license has been reinstated, I'm just going to go on this website and go thank you. To anybody. <laughs> to any and everybody that, that participated in this. We're good. Sad, sad thing. I found out that all I have to pay is like fifty bucks to reinstate it, and then get on a payment plan for the ticket. And I just, I found that out a year and a half ago. Jeez. And I just keep forgetting. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, all right. Well, for our random story of the week, this one I thought was just funny. Um, for those of you that remember the 1986 classic John Hughes film, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. You might remember that there was a memorable scene that featured, uh, uh, what's her name, Jennifer Grey from uh, Dirty Dancing fame, uh, but that was pre-Dirty Dancing, and a very unknown Charlie Sheen at the time, and he played this drugged out dude who was in the police station. You guys might remember that scene where he's talking to her about maybe she should worry more about herself than what her brother's doing and you know stuff like that and they end up making out in the in the scene i think they end up they in real life dated for a little bit but uh well there's a series on abc called the goldbergs which takes place in the mid 80s so a lot of 80s references and things like that surprisingly the show lasted longer than a season which surprised me but uh, I saw I saw a couple episodes. It wasn't it was good. It wasn't that bad. Yeah. But uh, usually retro stuff like that usually doesn't survive. I was kind of surprised that this one did. Uh, but well, it wasn't any worse than any other shit that they air. So. <laughs> but uh, it appears that uh, he's going to reprise that character. Charlie Sheen is going to reprise that character in an episode of the Goldbergs where the eldest where the daughter is in a police station. It's exact same setup too. The stills from the from the shoot the filming. And it's her sitting on the same kind of bench and on the end is now a forty nine year old Charlie Sheen. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> yeah, it's still in the same situation. <laughs> still the same situation. So uh and and to be honest, I mean you know, Charlie Sheen does a lot of stuff, but this is kind of cool to me. This just is like you're going, you're doing a throwback to a character you did such a long time ago, who's pretty much kind of who you are now. Um, so I just thought that was kind of cool, and it's supposed to air early in 2015, so that should be something to look out for, because you know they're going to publicize the shit out of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but the, you are right. Though. The nostalgia things never last because once the nostalgia wears off, then people start just looking at the show. And if the show isn't solid. <laughs> yeah. That's why I was surprised. I was like, oh, a season two? Wow. That's, that's interesting. People must like it. Yeah, people they must. Like they must. They must. All right. Well, that is it 
for this uh, this week's edition of the Lazy Geeks podcast. Uh, we want to wish you guys a Merry Christmas. Happy holiday season. Uh, be safe. For those of you that don't celebrate Christmas, happy Thursday. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> happy, happy. And this goes to a, converse, a conversation I was having with someone. And it happens every Christmas where you hear happy holidays and then someone goes, it's a war on Christmas. And it's it's stupid. You know, there's there's a lot of... Let's be honest. There's the winter solstice this month. So there are a lot of holidays that culture's made up around the solstice because the only thing that really is 100% accurate is the winter fucking solstice. Right, right. So there's a lot of different religions that that started around that for different varying reasons. And, and um, I mean, it's just like be, be cool with each other, man. Yeah. Be excellent to each other. Exactly. Party on. <laughs> Party on, Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Remember, we're thinking so you don't have to. Tune in next week where we have our end of the year show, 2014 in review, or as Adam called it, 2014, The Struggle. Real talk. Real <laughs> talk. <laughs> All right. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. Uh, peace out. <laughs> This has been a production of the Lazy Geeks Network, available only at thelazygeeks.com.